Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, ladies. This is the first pod since the live show and yet it feels like many moons ago. It feels like it's been a month. I know. I can't believe it. It's funny because two pods have come out since the live show, but this is the first one we've actually recorded. Yes. The live show was in Sydney on Thursday night. And I think some people might be expecting us to record the tapes, release the tapes, but we didn't record it. And I'm going to tell you why, (laughs) which is that we kind of want the live shows to be fun experiential things and capture the vibe of the moment so everyone who wants to hear you're going to have to come along to the next one we're going to put on a bunch more and they're just like a really fun yeah the energy was just amazing it was yeah it was really lovely I think I yeah fully agree we need the vibes of the vibes for the room only I don't think they'll translate into like a recorded thing and also when you actually think about it whoever watches those genuinely and yeah I feel and then now I think basically people wanted it to be recorded because they thought it was like a once only thing because obviously it is the one time we've ever done a live show despite having the podcast for like the possibility five years but now that we've done it loved it had so much fun thank you to everyone who came and made the night just so fucking fun um we're gonna do a lot more I was like basically afterwards we were chatting to some of the girls who came and um I started doing like a poll. I was like, would you come again? And everyone was like, yes, like absolutely. So not only will we need to do a Sydney live show for everyone who missed out, but also um, the girls want to come again, which was like the most special feedback ever. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very touching. We kind of spoke to everyone afterwards and it was, it was quite overwhelming, but a very beautiful, we just have very, Everyone who listens is just really nice and cool and and lovely and friendly and open and I don't know. The front row was full of girlies who had tickets but didn't have friends to go with so they all met at the pub before and hung out and became pals. I was meant to say that on stage because that was a surprise for you <laughs> and then I forgot to tell you that um, on the AWD Close Friends Instagram and on the Patreon I started a group and invited every girl who was going solo to the group. So the group was like 25 people in it. And I was like the admin and um, was watching quietly, like silently stalking as everyone organized (laughs) to meet up at the pub beforehand. And yeah, then they got the whole front row together. And it was funny because um, while we were on stage, uh, a few of the girls in the front row were getting a bit rowdy. Like people were coming in and out and grabbing, uh, filling up another glass of wine. Um, And yeah, it was it was funny because then afterwards I realized that they were all the girls who'd come together and didn't know each other and had like made friends with each other, which was really, really lovely. You'd never guess. You'd think they were childhood besties. 
So speaking of wine, um, we got Hidden Sea Wines to provide the girlies with a glass of wine on entry, which everyone loved. So we all got to have after work drinks together and um, we actually weren't meant to be there, but then classic in classic fashion, we just were, we were like running around. I was running around in denim shorts and a t-shirt and Grace was just in her like work gear and everyone, um, people would like, people would look at us and then like double take because they didn't expect to see us like running the merch desk ourselves. Behind the merch stand. the merch girl got stuck on a train and she was texting me going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. And I was like, it's a very AWD listener thing to happen to just like not show up. We were like everywhere all at once. Like everywhere you looked, we were like pouring the wines. We were selling the merch. We were like ushering people in. We were on stage. Yeah, we were staying at um, Oxford House, which was fucking gorgeous in Paddington. So, so nice. Good. And so that was just down the road from the cinema. So then after we were like running around the merch desk and all of this stuff because we didn't think people were going to arrive. We told, we said arrive at 6.30, but everyone was there at 6, but I just had not anticipated that happening. And the cinema guy was like, yeah, they just come like immediately as doors open. And I was like, fucking hell. And then um, I was like, fucking hell, Sean. Like, and Sean Shout was just so confused Sean. about the girls because he was like, how many people are you expecting tonight? And we were like, no, sold out. Sold out as fuck. Grace's mother-in-law can't even sold come. Sold out, Sean. Can't even come. Sean was like the night before they'd had a, a Q&A, a civilized Q&A with Eric Banner about his new like Australian art house film drama set in the outback. And the following night that Sean could get his head around us and the girlies. Sean was perplexed. There was too much chaotic feminine energy thrown at him for a good eight hours. So much. So, so, so much chaotic feminine energy thrown at him. But uh, yeah, so Hidden Sea Wines, I just want to actually give a proper shout out to them because they're great. They're Australian owned and they're super uh, focused on sustainability. So for every single bottle of wine they sell, they remove and recycle 10 plastic bottles from the ocean. And this year in January, they just removed their 25th million 25th millionth bottle Incredible. Um, from the ocean. So the more people who buy that wine, it's just good drinking good for the environment delicious wine we had a feature length pour on stage with us and someone said did you hear them were they talking to me or you and they said that um when we first got on stage we like seemed a little bit shy and nervous and then as the feature length pours started going down the combo was flowing the laughs were flowing someone said to me it was great to see um grace's gesticulations gesticulations um in real life i meant to I meant to interrupt you at one point because you were being so funny. You were literally like drawing shapes <laughs> in the air with your hands as you spoke. And I meant to be like, lol, like now you guys can see what I put up with every week on the podcast. But you were so into the conversation and the hands were moving so fast. That I was like, I can't even interrupt her to, to point this flow. out right now. Let her stay there. Yeah, she was in flow. <laughs> you were like... What was is I even talking about? With your, like hands. That's weird because we were doing handheld mics, and yet it's yeah, love it. Was yeah, the other hand just in the moment. Okay, so love hidden sea wines. We love Chula for the non-drinking girlies. Yes, non-alcoholic aperitifs. Actually, the cinema wouldn't let them, wouldn't let us have them in the in the um cinema but they're like these delicious non-alcoholic aperitifs which um are also very chic and um i i've been like super into drinking the equivalents over here in la so it's like cool to hear that not only does australia have their own version but they're owned by a girly (laughs) it's owned by it's girly owned and operated after work drinks fan tastes delicious she snuck she was at the show and she snuck one in for me to drink and I drank it after and it was so yummy so they yeah they sponsored us they wanted to provide um non-alcoholic um tula for everyone but the cinema would not allow it so hopefully for the next one and everyone should support them if you're um trying not to drink heaps or just wanting to drink a little bit less I have the LA equivalent in my fridge right now which is what I just have when I have a little cute cute little dinner and don't want a wine yeah those those drinks are essential Okay, who else is on the list? We had a really lovely lineup of amazing sponsors. Yeah, we also, we 
none of this as well was organized beforehand. This is just like these fucking great, clever career girlies reaching out on their own um, because they, I don't know. I'm just like, you're very clever, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> I just wouldn't even think to, to do that. But First Colors, who are this um, amazing, sustainable Australian brand, who are doing their first Paris Fashion Week show. This was announced after the live show. That's incredible. They're making their Paris Fashion Week debut um, next month. So that's fucking sick. And they also sponsored the show. And then they gave all the girlies at the show and it also um, still works, everyone listening, a 30% off discount code um, for the website. And the code is AWD. So that's a little treat that everyone can get involved in. A little in. treat for everybody. And then the final sponsor was Gentle, which is just an amazing, amazing women's like health and wellness brand. It's created by Monica, who I work with on Parfum, and she's just a total genius. And the she started she Oyster, started Oyster magazine. magazine. She moved into Parfum, into the sexual wellness space. Now this is her new baby, and it's it's literally going to be an empire and the products are fucking amazing and it's a mix of like electrolyte ph level based drinks that help with utis but are also really good for hangovers which every girly got one so they had a that is the nicest thing not to pat ourselves on the back but of all the little gifts to give a girly a (laughs) uti slash hangover cure is just number one yeah but they also do intimate washes sex-based products it's the best and they basically offered which they were very kind to extend to all awd listeners if you follow we are gentle on instagram and you dm them saying we love awd they're doing a giveaway pack of like all of their best products together for six awd girlies so if you're listening now follow and dm for a chance to get some more electrolytes (laughs) i'm I'm gonna gonna do do it it. (laughs) i love awd Get out of the way, girlie. Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, now, basically, we want to plan our next live show. We're on a high. I loved it. It was so fun. So we're hoping for – well, we are. We're locking it in. But we don't have a date yet. But London in the summer, ideally, for me, late July, because that's when my little sister will be in town and she can be our runner, our merch girl, our door girl, our mic girl for the Q&A. <laughs> I was like, I literally was just like, oh my God, like if we lived in a city, say if we were doing Perth or Auckland, it's just like the amount of people we would have to like help out. Yeah. Um, As in like young kids, my sister's friends, like you just need like some kids about to be like, oh my God, run and do this. Oh yes. my God. Some do that. We labor. did all the production ourselves, hence being on the merch. Yeah. We need some like manual labor, but she's up for it. So. Uh, Very exciting. Late July. Yeah, late- Late July works for me. A summer romp, a summer rendezvous. So that'll be really fun. And then we need to obviously plan for Melbourne, Auckland, Perth. Perth why not Perth? Queensland. LA. Why not tour. LA? Why not Paris? Silence. Who? Silence where's one Paris. of the random? Where's? <laughs> there's no one in Paris. Except not one Jean. single person in Paris bought merch. Oh, Jean the wizard. <laughs> wizard. <laughs> Someone said, did you guys book it at Cheval? Is it, how do you say the cinema's name? I think it's the Chevelle. Cheval? Did so, someone said, did you book it at that cinema because of Un Cheval, Monge, Un Orange? And I was like, oh yes, my God. we did. We should have renamed it that for a night. I didn't even like think of that until the girlie said that. A missed opportunity. More merch. Let's do more merch. It's all happening. We want to expand the empire. We've got mogul energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> all the crazy ideas and then nothing comes into fruition but more pea brain hats will, are coming because they're sold out as far they're so sold out i barely have one i have one i'm holding on to it for dear life that's the, the only thing i have now is a pea brain hat i don't know where everything else is going i have jade oh and pea brain shorts yeah i got the pea brain hat and shorts i've got jade everything else was shipped you girls wiped us out yeah <laughs> Okay, on to, we need to discuss, I'm just going to send you this in case you don't have it open. Actually, you can just Google it. But we need to discuss Gigi Hadid and Bradley Cooper holding hands. Ugh, I'm, I'm not vibing this. Maybe 
I don't know. It feels kind of bring up the image. Correct. Picks confirm unexpected new A-list couple. Okay, let's do a line by line. I like what he's wearing. Yeah, it's so illegal. Is so cursed. It's, yeah, it's actually the most endearing thing I've ever seen about him. What? Just like the fact that he's dating this young supermodel and he's obviously like freaked out and just put on the most insane collection assortment of clothes <laughs> trying to be stylish. True. <laughs> so he has like this blue beanie on. Is it? What does it say on it? I'm trying to zoom in. It must be the brand. But oh, something in he's French. He's got like a blue beanie on. Some... Like kind of Ray Ban esque glasses. I like the coat. Like a pe- what's a, up a with pea this coat? It's like a a caban or something. A wool. The coat is so bad. Then we get down to the like cargo pants, army style cargo pants, but not cool. They're like skinny, a skinny leg army style cargo pant with that. F- I, I don't know if they're even skinny leg or if he is like fat leg. <laughs> They're meant they to skinny be baggy. <laughs> well, yeah, they're not meant to be super baggy, but surely that they don't—they don't look like they're meant to be like as tight as they are on this man. I think he's wearing a size too small. He's got big thighs. Yeah, he's wearing. They look. They have the effect of a skinny leg camo print cargo pant, which I—I I believe this is the first time I've ever seen that in in real life. Bradley Cooper's six foot one. He looks like five foot two in this. <laughs> Because <laughs> of those pants, don't you yes. think? Those are not yeah. the legs of a six foot one man. And then that coat makes him look so short. Like the only reason you think he's tall is because you know Juju Hadid's tall. Where is, like look where his, I know he's wearing a jacket, but like, look where his legs appear to stop versus hers. It's like a good seven to eight inches. I know. But then because of the coat, even his torso looks yeah. short. <laughs> and then he's got the little scarf on that makes his like neck look short. The hat on the head is so crazy to me. Like the more I look at it, the more the more tiny his head looks. And then the shoes. And then he has these Nike trainers on, the laces undone, which is fucked up for a man of his age. It's a it's a crazy setup. And I don't understand. And I kind of I kind of like that I don't understand. I feel like them as a, a couple is just so like chat GBT putting celebrities together. You know what I mean? It's just too, it makes too much sense. It's too clean and obvious and It does make sense. Perfect. But I also would think like surely Juju Hadid knows Arena Shake. Yeah, for sure. Really relatively well. I somehow get the energy that Arena Shake wouldn't give a fuck. I don't know. But I think Irina Shake's been trying to get back with Do you him. Think? I guess now she's dating what's his face, Tom Brady. Yeah. I just I get the vibes from Irina Shake that she's so absolutely and completely secure that she'd be like, Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, she'd think Gigi was Jada. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Irina's also Jada. Gigi's outfit is bad as well. Um, this is her her affordable cashmere brand out in the wild. I do. I is that the trout the pants she's yeah. wearing? I don't mind the jacket, but I mean, who would? It's just a no, leather the jacket. Jacket's, the jacket's <laughs> nice. Yeah, the jacket is nice. The trousers are bad. <laughs> it's bad that she's what this is how she wants to wear her fucking trousers <laughs> in this shot with that with these cargo pants. <laughs> That makes them look like lengthy, though I guess. Lengthy. <laughs> they look. They look good in comparison, I guess. Maybe that was the vibe. She was like, "Wear something where you look really foul, and then I'll wear my pants and yeah, look good by comparison." I just. Uh, oh, I I I retract my statement on news.com.au, An article uh, article called "Bradley Cooper Angers X with Gigi Hadid Romance." Yeah, well, who's their source? Great question. 
<laughs> An insider told us that things were getting serious very quickly. The relationship is on steroids, the source said. They are together every day. Told who? News.com.au? I mean, surely not. Oh, this article originally Who's the Australian source? This article originally appeared in page six. Okay. Although there is an obvious mutual attraction between the two, the insider made it clear that the relationship goes much deeper than that, telling us that Cooper finds Hadid intellectually interesting. Despite their 20-year age gap, the two have reportedly have a lot in common, such as their quote-unquote sense of humour <laughs> and no. roles as single parents to a young daughter. That's nice. Okay, this is another page six. Bradley Cooper's ex Arena Sheikh is less than thrilled about his budding relationship with Gigi Hadid. A source tells Page Six, Arena is not happy with Bradley for dating another supermodel, especially one who is younger. It took her by surprise. Yeah, you're right. It did take her by surprise. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, I feel personally victimized by Nicki Minaj. Okay, Nicki Minaj has come for us, size 41s, and it hurts. <laughs> so, literally, it is so, so, so funny. Basically, Megan the Stallion and Nicki Minaj have beef. They've had beef forever, but now it's, like, come out again. Because, basically... Megan the Stallion last week dropped a song called Hiss, where basically she talks about Megan's law, which is like um, a federal law that requires information about registered sex offenders to be made available to the public. And basically everyone realized that was a diss about Nicki Minaj because her husband um, pleaded guilty to like attempted rape when he was a teenager. Um, and then in 2020, he was arrested for failing to register as a sex offender in California. So, and then, yeah, his victim, like, sued both of them. Yes. So, his, his is, like, Megan Stallion's first big song since the court case and all of the drama that surrounded that. And I do feel like it's worth saying up front that whilst there is this Megan's Law line that everyone has latched onto and it's caused this beef with Nicki Minaj, the whole thing is just like an amazing takedown of everyone who's fucked with her over the past two years. And like the Nicki bit is just such a tiny part of it. She says Drake got a BBL. (laughs) That should be, (laughs) honestly, this is all just (laughs) distraction. Everyone's getting caught I know. up. It's great for Why Drake. Why are we not talking about Drake's BBL? Drake's burying the story by like somehow pushing this beef so no one talks about the fact that he did a song making fun of girls who get BBLs. And then she says, Drake did. Yeah. And I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so basically then Nicki Minaj went like quite like, Nuclear. Quite over the top with this. <laughs> so she did an Instagram live, starts like rapping about Megan having big feet, which is so fucking funny. Bad bitch, she like six foot. I call her big foot. The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. And that's about her getting shot in the foot. Yeah, that's right. And then basically she released a song on 
Sunday night called Bigfoot came out at 9 p.m. in LA and we were listening to it like the minute at 9 p.m. on the dot. I was at Tat and Chell's house at the end of the song when Nicki Minaj is like, at the end of the song when Nicki Minaj is whispering to her, it literally felt like so scary. I was like, I feel like she's in the room with us now. It felt very threatening. And I was like laughing about how many people around the world were listening to it at the exact same time being like, this is so creepy and scary. The, the, per- the first comment on YouTube is this perfectly captures the feeling of being trapped on public transport with a crackhead. <laughs> oh my God. It does have that vibe, which you don't tend to get with celebrities nowadays. If she literally just got in a room and rapped this song and then at the end is just like, you're whispering into the mic, being a bit crazy. And then she just put it up. It gave me chills. We haven't had that kind of vibe for so long. Same. And I was like, she literally might just release another one that's even worse in 24 hours. Well, she said she has five. She said she has five more up her sleeve. And she said, what did she say? If you don't apologize to me within 24 hours, I'm going to release another one. And she said said the most heinous things in this song. And then at the end, she was like, this isn't even scratching the surface. Part two is coming. I know. I mean, her response to this is... I think we can all agree it's over the top. (laughs) Quite over the top, (laughs) considering like one sentence about her in a diss track that just every person who's been a hater of Megan the Stallion. But it's so, so like what is what I just can't get over is the big foot of it all. Like I can't get over her having a go at Megan the Stallion, having big feet, calling a song big foot. And then the album art. The album art literally triggers me. As this huge, huge footprint in the sand, like a giant, and then Nicki Minaj's tiny little foot in a pink boot standing in it, and then you, and then when you swipe across, when she does thirty minutes left, you swipe across to the third image, and it's just her cute little feet with a manicure. I was like, you're. I was like, you're not only alienating Meg, but you're alienating every girl with big feet right now. Like, I want to. It's a great song, but it makes me feel upset. Um, it makes me feel upset too. She's saying the quiet part out loud and she's revealing what we've all known to be true but never really had confirmed, which is that girls with small feet think they're better than girls with big feet. Yes. <laughs> Literally. A new beauty standard to worry about. Yeah. I was like, obviously we know that like having big feet isn't that chic. Like being able to, being able to fit. Like I used to be able to. I used to be the same size. I used to be the same size Chuck Taylor shoe as my ex boyfriend, and we used to share shoes. Like obviously oh that's God. not sexy. <laughs> but fuck you, Nicki Minaj, for like making it so blatant. <laughs> She's empowering. She's empowering people to talk this way. I know. And then we I used to be like, well, Paris Hilton has size like 43 feet. So that's okay. Does she? she has huge feet. She My like can't find Lord. shoes in her size. The, what, what truly, this is why, this is why she had her baby by a surrogate. Truly. Because when you have, every time you get pregnant, apparently your foot size goes up a size and doesn't go back down. Paris could not afford to get to a 45. Oh, my God. I thought you were talking about Megan. I was like, who are you talking about? No, Paris Hilton. What? It doesn't go down. And it doesn't go down again. And I'm truly terrified because I'm on the cusp. I'm on the cusp of (laughs) them not making shoes in my size. (laughs) I know. Also, I fucking hate. I want to, like, have, like, a full go at those brands. There's there's all these cute little brands that make shoes. I can't remember what it's called. It makes all these really, really cute shoes that all these cute girls wear and it's not expensive or like it's not it's not crazy like designer expensive. And they literally just don't go to a size that I think they stop at like a size 38. I'm like, that is discrimination. That, where is the talk about size inclusivity on this front? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm honestly being serious. Quite the, seriously. What is the chicest shoe size? I do feel like it's possibly... A 39. Is that too high still? A 39? Like, what's the chicest shoe size? 38? 38. 37's too small. But 38 doesn't sound right. Maybe it's 37. I think a woman's size... So what are we? Women's size, like, 9. I can't... I get so confused about the different countries. 
Yeah, we're a nine to ten. I know, it changes country by country. So we're a UK seven, yeah. a US nine. I'm a seven and a half. And that's a European 40.5. That's the yeah, one that I... Yeah, me too, the European know, ones. But like, guessed. I think a woman's size six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, is 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 cutest. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to be this tall and have... A 36 or a 37? I would. Would topple over. I do feel like we're, we're in proportion. We're not. I don't think we are in proportion. We're like, you're 5'8 and I'm 5'7. Like, I don't think that... I'm 5'9, I think. I think you're closer right. to 5'8. Someone at the live show was like, you girls are so tall in real life. I was like, what a <sighs> funny takeaway, you bitch. You're such um, big feet in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> we do a diss track about her. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so I need to go, like, I I have to say, as much as I don't love to see two amazingly talented women fight with each other, and Nikki did quite a few low blows that I wasn't on board with. I don't like the slut-shaming thing. I don't – I'm not into it even when it's a woman doing it. It just is boring. Um but both the songs are so fucking good. And I just love seeing two women <laughs> at the peak of their craft, just from a song perspective. Yeah, the song is really good. But like, I don't know. I just, I think Meg just, why was, why is Nikki trying to act like Megan didn't get shot again? This, well, that this is the, this is the, she says she accuses her of a bunch of stuff. One is that she says that she hooked up with her best friend's man, her best friend's partner, which I think that was a story and the best friend came out and said that that happened. Um, then she accuses her of sleeping with her dead mother's partner, which is like really dark and sinister. And her mom was a <laughs> rapper as well. And at the end she says you should apologize to your mom. We, we can't bring mums into this. We can't yeah. bring dead mums into dead this. Dead mums, especially. Dead mums are off limits. And, yeah, she basically accuses her of not getting shot and just stepping in glass, which is really fucked up. And if a male rapper did that, we would all be, like, losing our minds, you know. And she said that <laughs> she brought in Kylie Jenner because, like, so crazy that she got Megan got shot after a party at Kylie Jenner's house. Is and she said that Kylie kicked her out of the house. Yeah, for being too drunk or something. Oh, so crazy! The tea in that track. I want to bring it up. Bigfoot lyrics. I know. And then she's like going off. I. Love both of these women. Like, I genuinely think they're yeah. both so fucking talented. But, like, Nikki going off on Instagram being like, Bigfoot was, like, the biggest debut of 2024. I was like, girl, we're, like, five days into the year. Yeah. Officially earns the biggest debut for a solo female rap song of 2024 on Spotify. I think she's trying to just dig at the fact that it did better than his. Like, it was immediately up. The numbers were higher and the downloads were quicker. But that's just because Nikki's more famous than Megan is. Also, everyone's fucking nosy because she yeah. was teasing how much tea was going to be in the song. Like, I listened to it immediately. And Hiss was, yeah, one lyric about her. I feel sad that I just feel like Hiss, when I l listened to it, it felt like such a moment for Megan Thee Stallion. It felt like her comeback. It's so good. The visuals are fucking amazing. The cover art is so good. It just felt like this really powerful comeback moment for her. And it's just been overshadowed by this stuff. And it's got very, like, messy and nasty. And I I mean, we love the drama. We love to see it, unfortunately. We're weak. We're weak humans. But I do wish you could have just had this... This time. Gail King. She talks about her going on Gail King and not crying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I feel like what I hate about this is I hate 
I feel like Nicki Minaj is saying a bunch of shit that male rappers think and say amongst each other about Megan Thee Stallion and it's been allowed to be said and aired and for everyone to talk about it in this gross misogynistic way because it's Nicki saying it and not someone else. And that's the part of it that I really don't like because it's just boring and it's bad for women. No, for sure. But yeah, for sure. I mean, Drake, people were saying shit about her and and then Megan came out and said how fucking damaging it was to her. Like Megan has come out and written a fucking essay for Elle talking about how insane it was to literally get shot by someone you're fucking dating, people to be there, and then to have like the entire music industry, all of these male rappers and everyone discredit you because they're friends with your like literal abuser. It's fucking crazy. And she had to go to court for it and she said it was super traumatizing and she has just been through this like really, really intense emotional thing. Mm. And yeah, this is her first comeback she finally got it proven in court that it happened after everyone doubted her and then fucking bigfoot comes out (laughs) like i just am sort of like it's it it just feels yeah it just feels like this vendetta that nikki is on now because someone mentioned like her fucking husband and one lyric is quite it's just like such a crazy response and wait, I had something else I was about to say there. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, even I was just reading that um, with that Megan's Law thing, not to bring it back to this, like, literally Nicki Minaj is going to cancel the hell out of us in a song in a minute. <laughs> but um, she, the victim of Nicki Minaj's husband, Jennifer Hugh, has sued both him and Nicki Minaj for harassment, claiming that they tried multiple times to get her to recant her accusation. Like, Oh my god. Yeah. It's just like, if someone wrongs these two, they just get super intense about it. But yeah, I agree. It's not, it's like, I don't know. I just feel for Megan right now. Same. Of all the things, she'd be like waiting for the st- like waiting to weather herself against the storm, and she would have seen the word Bigfoot and been like, "No, <laughs> no." How big are her feet? Oh, oh my god! People Google. I said, "How big are?" And then the thing that it ended was, "How big are Megan's feet?" Oh my god! Oh, this is my worst nightmare. This is my worst nightmare come to pass. How big are Megan's feet and how tall is she? Can't find it. She says she's basically six foot. I mean, six foot's nice. Beautiful, tall woman. She's reported, the singer and fashion mogul's shoe size is reported to be around a US nine. I mean, we've been, we've been named and shamed, Izzy. Yeah, I mean, she can't be that much bigger, can she? Five foot ten, 178 centimetres. That makes sense for her height. How tall is Nicki Minaj? You can't yes. short girls. Nicki Minaj is so, sh- like, Nicki Minaj is like five, five foot, foot two. one. Yeah. This is not a fair fight. <laughs> it's not a fair fight at all. How big are Nicki Minaj's feet then? Oh, of course, seven. I mean, that ratios. you know. She has big feet. Yeah, she has her big height. feet for her size. Oh, God. I'm feeling frightened now by saying that. What? Saying she has big feet for her height? I feel like she'll come for us. <laughs> of everything she's, we said today. <laughs> Bringing out the ratios. She's got bigger fish to fry. Also, I yeah. fucking love Nicki Minaj. I literally listen to her music like, every single That's day. She's so hurts. talented. She's literally a genius. She is. She just is, obviously, the, the, the better rapper out of the two yeah but i'm like yeah. it doesn't mean that megan the stallion's not talented or doesn't deserve a spot and also didn't just go through so much shit and i fucking love meg songs as well there's just room for both of us exactly it's just like there's a bazillion million trillion gazillion male rappers and i'm like these are the two most two of the most exciting talented incredible women rappers and i don't like seeing them go at it it's making me feel sad yeah. But I love both the songs. But they've always had beef, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Just not to this level. 
Yeah, I'm wondering what the like origins of that beef was. But I don't know. I can't remember. I wonder what's next. She hasn't really said anything else since she said that she was going to release another diss track in 24 hours if she didn't get an apology. I doubt she got an apology. <laughs> I doubt she got an apology. Megan said on a like interview I saw on TikTok with someone, I think it was Charlemagne the God, she said, all I'm saying is a bit dog gone holler, basically saying if she's freaking out this much, it means that I like struck a nerve. Yeah. Which I think is true. I would just... And she put up an Instagram story of herself, like, laughing. I mean, it's great, great, like, press yeah. for both of them, I guess. Yeah, exactly. What would you, <laughs> what would your distract be? About <laughs> now someone's just done it. They've just done Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. Bigfoot's really getting it in where it hurts. How did she create that album art so quickly or that single art? She just paid someone a lot of money, I guess. Do you think she shot it? Yeah, must have. <laughs> Her creative team, like, she's like, okay, what's the single art for Bigfoot? Go. And then people have to come up with this. Did you see? Also, this is quite funny. Charlie XCX is releasing a new album. And yesterday she posted on her Instagram a list of, like, marketing ideas from her team. I was like, this is my worst nightmare. You've got the whole internet taking the piss. So she said, swipe for some marketing ideas I was sent last week. Charlie gets her nipple pierced. Charlie crashes drag brunches and lip syncs to her own songs across LA and New York. Alternative, Charlie crashes weddings and sings her own songs. Alternative two, Charlie crashes a sweet 16 and sings. Alternative three, Charlie crashes a bar mitzvah and sings. Next ideas. Charlie leaks a sex tape. VD playing Lolly. Is this real? Yeah. VD, I mean, the sex tape one is, could do well. VD playing Lolly in the background. You can't say that to your talent. I know. (laughs) Oh, and then in the brackets, Paris Hilton sex tape as a reference. Mid- oh a la night vision gradient camera style a la midnight in Paris Paris Hilton sex tape Winona moment Charlie gets caught shoplifting at a mall and leaks the CT- CCTV footage position it carefully so we steal from a brand Charlie is planning on collaborating collaborating with later that's actually kind of genius shout out to this marketing person I like the sex tape one Charlie for president Charlie announces she's running for office this is when they're like really reaching okay oh tube photo shoot have a full photo shoot in a packed tube car with multiple team members being as obnoxious as possible this person did this hungover at like 9 p.m and by the end was just sending shit and then the next one goes full ball gown in the middle of the tube and then they're like bullet point underneath is mental breakdown and pouting <laughs> ball gown in the middle of the tube that's so cursed mental breakdown and pouting and pouting what would you go for if you had to go for like some of these i do quite like the winona one there's something about, i mean i don't I, it's so jarre because it would be so obvious so quickly that it was just a pr stunt and that's embarrassing but if you did it like i feel like it's not right for charlie xcx but it's right for someone else Yeah. I'm trying to think of who. I don't... Crashing a bar mitzvah and singing... Like, crashes the... (laughs) That's random. Crashes drag brunch and lip syncs to her own songs across... I mean, like, gets nipple pierced at Claire's is pretty funny. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What's her face? Rachel Sennett said nipples pierced at Claire's immediately. (laughs) And then <laughs> Jordan Wait, Firstman yeah. goes, mental breakdown and pouting, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then someone goes, that's my sun, moon and rising. Her fans are honestly so funny. <laughs> and then someone goes, I need the sex tape. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's, I would 
dive. I worked for her and that happened, but it's it's fucking funny. She has a finster that I'm on, which usually she would post that sort of shit on, but she just went like main grid. I love it. She posts like really funny shit on her finster, but then yeah, she just decided to like main grid this. I was like, whoa. I mean, it's a good strategy. Either her, I mean, she does do this thing where she kind of pokes fun at her people. She's like talked pretty openly about the TikTok of it all and her her record label being nightmares about it. It's a pretty good, it's so hard to be, I do feel sorry for artists nowadays because it's so hard to break out and be that kind of like mainstream, popular, successful artist but then you're also surrounded by this infrastructure of people who come up with shit like that. But you don't want to like burn the bridge, but you also want to stay relevant. It's 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 hard. It's hard out there. It's hard out there in the era of TikTok. I know. I so can't wait for this new album. Not to make it all about me. Except she said that um so her crash era, which was when I became a fan of hers, which was like the most jarred time to be, become a fan of hers because her crash era was like her sellout era. So she just basically made like pop tracks that she knew would get the girlies mm. to love her. And it just worked on me. It worked, like, yeah. Wildfire. And then she, when I missed her Coachella show and still, <laughs> when I think about like, if you could turn back time to one day and change change history it would be one day it would be that day (laughs) you could go back in time and do one thing for humanity (laughs) it would be changing the time to you sing coachella in 2020 dancing dancing to boom clap at coachella um but she fucking said that that's the end of her pop bitch so i don't know what's next i don't know what to expect she's probably just gonna go like cool and underground again but you know she's engaged which is the the most cursed thing about her she's engaged to the drama of matt healy's band that yeah they're they're so prolific in a way like him dating gabriette is is like the whole the hold they have gabriette and charlie xcx same band same yeah, Jardé band. Same Jardé band. Wow. Did you see Taylor Swift? How could you not? How could one not? Having a little smooch after some sort of football-related event. So he got together. into the, which is quite mental, for America as a whole, he got into the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. So the Super Bowl is going to be... Crazy. Well, then I saw on TikTok, but I actually was bought. I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm over my my manic ADD obsession with Taylor Swift. But yeah. I saw on TikTok someone trying to f- figure out if she could actually go to the show because she's on tour. So they were like doing some like diagram thing, trying to work out if her flight could make it back because I think she's meant to be in like China or something. Uh. On tour, so maybe she won't be there. But it's like crazy for. It's crazy for those two men who spoke to the New York Times about making him famous that he's now gotten into the Super Bowl. Yeah, and she's obviously not been put off. She seemed very cute and loved up and happy. Did you see her nails? Apparently she does her own manicures, which is cursed. Are they red? No, they were like sparkly. (laughs) Oh, so bad. Jare, jare. Jare, jare. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice to be jare. She, yeah, that's. I guess that's all I have to say on that topic. The Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey's having a great year. It's nice to see two people have a good year. Who? Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift achieving goals. That's how I wanted to feel about Megan. That's why I'm feeling a bit down, a bit dispirited. <laughs> I just wanted I her to have a big comeback moment. I didn't actually listen to Hiss. That's so bad, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Like, it's really good. And she makes it. all these, like, amazing, st- like, jabs at her ex-boyfriend and, like, all these men who claim that they've dated her and how she's the only thing that gives them relevancy. It's, like, really, really – I loved it. And I love the music video. Yeah. And I love the cover art. It's so good as well. Also, if you listen back to her, like, victim impact statement thing or – 
that she, or maybe it was, it wasn't her like proper victim impact statement, but whatever she released for Al, it's, she's just so eloquent, so put together. So she was just basically being like, why the fuck did they keep trying to push in court? Like whether I had a sexual relationship with this man or not. Like it just yeah. makes, she's just been so great in those ways for like fucking domestic abuse of like also black people not taking black women seriously. Just like all of these different things. Then Nicki yeah. Minaj comes out and calls her a Bigfoot. <laughs> it all and goes down all, the drain. All the hard work is undone. <laughs> so jokes. Uh, the first big celeb drama of the year. There's always going to be one. There's always going to be one. What's up with that? There never won't be one. January feels like it's been going for four billion years. <laughs> I actually agree. It feels like it's been three months. I also want to start the year on February 1st. I'm starting the year. January does not count. I was like, last year, last, just to put it into perspective, last January, I ran 81 kilometers in January, just like doing little runs. This January, it's like seven. (laughs) I was like, this is not counting. I'm starting in February. Starting tomorrow. Oh, it's two days for you. Yeah, two days for me, but... Anyway, must go. Must go. Goodbye. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.